thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad to have you join with us today for Jesus the Healer. We're going to continuing studying on a topic we started several episodes ago about following the Holy Spirit. Thank God one of the greatest privileges of being a child of God is that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost and He is in us, dwells in us, and we can follow His lead. We can follow Him as our teacher, follow Him as our guide and receive of His help and His comfort. Amen. But we have to know what that looks like. How do we respond and how do we recognize uh, how the Spirit is leading us? We're going to be teaching on these things in, in today and upcoming episodes. So we invite you, go back and watch previous episodes because we don't want you to miss the teaching. Um, we want to real, realize that He is the divine genius in us. What's that mean? He makes us look good. That's what that means. Amen. And because He is the greater one in us, our lives should, should reflect that we're drawing on a greater flow. Amen. That we're, our lives don't look like others who do not have within them this, this divine genius of the yes. Holy Ghost. Um, the Holy Spirit endeavors to lead us in all the affairs of life, but we have to acknowledge His leading. Yes. We have to recognize, and if I could say it this way, we have to give place to his leading because he will not force himself into any situation of our life, but we can turn toward him and welcome his lead, welcome his guide, welcome his help into uh, the situations of our life. Amen. Amen. Something that dad Hagen, who was our spiritual father said is that if you can teach people to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. That's huge. Why? Because every arena of life can receive of the wisdom of God, can receive of the mind of God. And the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. He, He is one that is cooperating with God to help bring to pass the will of God in your life. Amen. But there again, we need, he needs our cooperation. And uh, we don't want to grieve him. One way we could grieve him is just by not allowing him to be the lead, the helper, the guide, the teacher, the counselor, the standby, all that he is to us. To not allow him to be that to us is to grieve him because he doesn't want to stand back and watch us fail when all we needed to do was listen. Amen. Amen. So um, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, that gives us the advantage. The Holy Spirit is in us. Amen. Amen. And he gives us the advantage. 
Jesus said uh, in John chapter 16, verse 7, he was talking to his disciples before he left this earth and he said, it's expedient or advantageous or to your advantage for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. So amazing, amazing. Amen. Um, I want to look at John 16, but I want to go down to verse 13 now. John 16, verse 13. And uh, this is Jesus still speaking about the Holy Spirit. He said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth because he is truth. He'll only guide that direction. He's not going to guide us into error. He's not going to guide us into failure. Amen. He's going to guide us into all truth. And then Jesus went on and said, for he shall not speak of himself. In other words, he's not speaking his own thoughts. He's taking what God says and making what God says known to us. He will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Well, where does he hear it? From God. That shall he speak. Look at this next phrase. And he will show you things to come. Hold on to that verse, that passage. He will show you things to come. What's that mean? He'll show you the future. He'll show you the unknown. He'll lead you into the unlived. Verse 14 says, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine. And look at this. She'll show it unto you. Verse 13, he'll show you things to come. Verse 14, he will show what is of mine to you. Verse 15, all things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he will take of mine and will show it unto you. 13, 14, and 15, the last phrases, the Holy Spirit will show us. That's the... That's the, the main emphasis Jesus is saying. What's this mean? We don't have to walk in the dark. We don't have to walk um, aimlessly through life. Amen. Three times uh, Jesus stated that the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. This is why Jesus said, it's to your advantage. It's expedient for you that I go away. For then the Spirit, I'll send him. It's to your advantage. Listen, it gives us the advantage when we know what's ahead. Yes, it does. When we know what's ahead. You know, um, whenever you have certain sports, um, let's say for a a marathon runner or a race car driver, um, what will they do? They will not just walk onto a track cold turkey. They're going to get there and they're going to observe the course. They're going to find the high spots, the low spots, any tricky spots, things of where they're going to try to learn. They're going to try to determine what pace they need to take at these things. They want to see things to come. Why? Because it will affect them in their performance. When someone walks onto a playing field, so to speak, and they don't even know what that course looks like. They're at a disadvantage. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit show, gives us the advantage because he will show us yes. things to come. Yes. He'll show us what's coming up in the leg of our race. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. 
So one of the reasons he shows us is so we can be prepared for it. Amen. That things don't catch us unaware and off guard, but we face these situations prepared. Um, I'm reminded of a situation to where um, before I was doing a crusade, just probably about four or five days before we were to leave and the, our, many of our staff were traveling with me to go on this crusade, it came up in my spirit, sickness is going to try to attack. And um, I, I assumed, listen to what, I assumed that meant is going to try to attack me. And I said, oh no, we're not playing that. <laughs> I'm answering that right now. Not out of fear, but I heard that from the spirit of God. Well, when I got there, um, come to find out someone else that was connected to the, the meeting had gotten sick. And I go, ah, oh. he was telling me that not for me, but for someone else. And I said, Father, I missed that. I should have taken authority over it. See, I thought it was about me. But I missed that. It was for me to take authority over all those bringing their supply to that meeting. So I stopped and I did. And they had said, well, I won't be there for several days because of the condition they were in. They showed up the next morning. I mean, why? Because the Holy Ghost was trying to give me the advantage, but I didn't handle it right. I heard what he said, but I assumed and put my own interpretation on it. But what was he doing? He was trying to let me know there was a setup from the enemy. The enemy had a strategy to try to hold somebody that had a part in those services out. So uh, that gives us the advantage when we listen to the Holy Spirit. But when we hear what the Spirit says, what he says to us, we also need to wait for his interpretation on it. Don't assume you know what he means. I should have asked how do I handle this? Uh-huh. Or he would have shown me fully uh, how to deal with that. Right. Amen? Amen. So he shows us things to come so that we can be prepared for them. Yes. Another reason he shows us is because what is to come calls for our faith. Yes. And for God to bring some things to pass, just because God's planned it, just because God's provided it, it doesn't come to pass automatically. Right. That's right. Some of the things call for our faith to get involved. And so when he shows us things to come, then we know what to put our faith on as well as prepare for it. Amen. Uh, The blessings of God belong to us, but they will not fall on us just automatically. We have to do our part. So the Holy Spirit will show us things to come so that we can better do our part. Amen. The more sensitive we are to the Holy Spirit within the more we will see what he endeavors to show. Amen. Now look at that. The more sensitive we are, the more we will perceive yes. what he is wanting us to see. So you know, um, as a parent, um, if you warned your children, don't do this, don't go there, don't go that direction, but they do it, And you stand over and go, if you'd have only listened, we could have spared you this problem and me the the, the problem of having to deal with you, (laughs) right? The Holy Spirit, we don't want him to stand back frustrating. We don't want to frustrate the grace of God. We don't want him stand back and saying, I warned you, you wouldn't listen. You didn't even turn to me to give me a chance to let you know. Why? Because the Holy Spirit... 
uh, does, he did not come here to watch us bump into walls. Right. He came here to help us. Amen. Right. Amen. To empower us and enable us. Yeah. But we have to turn toward him and give him proper recognition, but we also have to learn what his leading looks like. That's Amen. That's so um, the more time we take listening, the more we'll see of what he's endeavoring to show us. Um, if I, in my travels, when I travel to other locations, sometimes I'll go to more of a historic area and I enjoy history. I like, you know, historical buildings and locations and things. And I've had pastors say to me, you know, um, our services start tomorrow. So today, if you would like, we'll take you around and let you see some sites of our area. If I say, okay, I come down, I, I get in the car and I say, I've got 20 minutes. Well, they can take me t 10 minutes one direction and then right. 10 minutes back. Right. Um, but if I come down and say, I've got six hours, I can go three hours one direction and three hours back. Right. It's not that I earn more. I gave more time to seeing. We don't earn something of, the, of what the Holy Spirit shows by our works, but the more time we give him, yes. the more time we're giving him to show us some things. Yes. Amen. 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 So it's not by works, but time is involved. Yes. Time is involved because we want the opportunity to see. Yes. Amen. Now, the word of God is the foundation for everything we do. Yes. Amen. Faith comes by hearing the word. Yes. Amen. But we also need the spirit right. because the word is God's direction, instruction to all of his people. Right? Yes. Um, the word is God's system. Yeah. It's his system. Yes. Uh, in, your, in the home you were raised in, most of us came out of a home that had an established system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is that? The rules of mom and daddy. That was the established system. There were routines. There were disciplines put in place. There were certain expectations put on you. And that was part of the system of that home. Right? Well, we all come out of different systems. Your parents were authorized to set up the system in a way that pleased them. My parents, they set it up in our home as it pleased our parents. So we all came out of a different systems. That's why sometimes we have to really work to walk right toward one another because we weren't all raised in the same system, right? So we, love, love is, love is the, the coverall. It's the catch-all for all of that, that we walk in love and we don't get irritated with people who don't understand our system, <laughs> right? Um, when we all, when we get born again, all of us came out of a different system, but we come into one family. And our heavenly father has a system and his word is his system. And just as my parents expected us to live within the rules and the guidelines and the protection of their system, God expects the same thing. We walk, we, we, we are to walk our lives, live our lives according to his word, according to his system. Right. And uh, no one's dismissed from the system when you're in the family. When you're in the family, everybody's living by the same system. Now, when we were, there were four kids in our family. So different ones of us had different responsibilities within the system based on maturity, based on age. 
My, my, I had two brothers uh, that were older. They were nine and 10 years older than my sister's three years older. Because they were older, they had more advanced responsibilities than when I was young. Yeah. My responsibilities were less than. Yes. Because although there was a system in the house um, of what was permitted in the house and what wasn't permitted in the house, then we all had to carry out what was assigned to us within that system. The Word is the system for all of God's people, but the Holy Spirit will assign. And He will direct us within that system. So, for example, if my brother being 10 years older, one of my brothers 10 years older than me, when he's 14 and I'm four, my mother expected more out of him. And she would direct him based on his uh, maturity, based on uh, what he was capable of. Well, the Holy Spirit does the same thing. Once you're older and more developed, the Holy Spirit will will direct you differently than he will a spiritual baby. And the way the Spirit will direct us really has something to do with our maturing process spiritually. He's endeav- God is always endeavoring to bring us into maturity, yes. the fullness of the stature of Christ. Yes. So the Holy Spirit, He will lead us, He will lead each one differently based on where they're at within God's system, yes. where they're at in spiritual development. Yes. But no one gets to be dismissed from the system. As a four-year-old, I had to do what was expected to me of me at that age. Yes. As a 14-year-old, my brother had something else that he was expected of, sure. that was expected of him rather. Well, it's the same thing in the family of God. Yeah. God's word is the system, yes. but the spirit will direct us based on where our development is yes. within that system. Yes. And the way he teaches us, right. he'll recognize what are the system do we need to do we need to emphasize? You see, and uh, the word and the spirit work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The word and the spirit. We need them both. Yes. God's word tells us uh, for the giver. God's word says, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you need a home. You need a place to live in, right? right? Yeah. So the word tells us if that's a need of yours, God has a supply for it. That's right. He'll supply all All. our needs. You don't have to ask him to. He's already said he'll supply it. We just, we just, uh, with our faith, meet that Mm -hmm. supply. But the word doesn't tell you which city to live in, Mm -hmm. what house to buy, what kind of a a business deal to make regarding that home. You see, he doesn't. He, it, it just tells you what, what, what is true for everyone, but it doesn't give you the specifics of what's true for you. Yeah. Right. The Word tells you God will supply, but the Spirit will direct you on which house. Oh. Buy that house. Oh. Pay yeah. this amount for it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's why we need the Word and the Spirit, because the Spirit is there to fulfill the Word. Oh, yes. so He'll always direct wow. us in a way that fulfills the Word, never against the Word. Yes. It's always going to be in agreement with the Word. So we need to know what the Word says, but we also need to know how the Spirit leads us into that Word. Amen. Amen. Does that make sense? We are Word and Spirit people. Amen. Amen. Um, Turn with me, if you would, 
uh, to Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It reads, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Mm-hmm. Notice this. God is telling us the sons of God can expect to be led by the Spirit of God. Yes. That's what He's telling us. Yes. In this verse, God is promising us the leading of the Spirit. Oh, yes. He's saying, for as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. And we could read it this way, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. So basically, God is telling us the primary way He's going to lead us, by His Spirit. Amen. God does not lead us by feelings. He's not leading us by our emotions. He's not leading us by someone else's experience. He leads us by His Spirit. Amen. Why? Because the Spirit caters it to us. Some think that if a particular circumstance arises or if they have a certain feeling that God's leading them, When God is leading you by His Spirit, that means you have to check your spirit. You have to acknowledge your spirit. You can't just check your feelings to find the leading of God because God's not leading us through our feelings. He's not even leading us through our minds. He's leading us through our spirits and what He says to our spirit will float up and enlighten our mind. But the leading does not begin in the mind. Amen. And so many times people think, well, something really great, a great opportunity has happened. That's God. I was offered a pay raise that, you know, I was offered a promotion. Um, That's God because it looks like increase. It may be God, but check here. You don't know it's God because it looks good. You know it's God because the spirit bears witness with your spirit. So when people just look at whether someone look, something looks positive, mm-hmm. that's, not necess- that's not the leading of God because something looks positive. Right. Because the devil knows how to offer you something to get you off course. Yes. That's why we go by our spirit and not by what looks to be a prime opportunity. Right. Yeah. Amen. So, so this verse shows us um, that God will lead us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Since the Spirit leads us, then He must be in front. Amen. We can't get in front of Him and tell Him what we're going to do. We have to be led. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, The Spirit leads us. He does not drive us. When making a a decision, make sure you're being led and not pushed, not driven. The Spirit gets in front, if I could say it this way, and says, come this direction. Mm -hmm. The devil gets behind and starts shoving a direction with pressure, financial pressure, marital pressure, business pressure, mental pressure. He's trying to force you a certain direction. Or he puts a hard time on it. You better do it now. You better do it now. You better do it now. That's called being pushed. The Spirit of God leads. He does not push. He doesn't shove. He doesn't drive. He leads and says, you can come this way if you want. Mm -hmm. He won't even force you to follow. He just offers his lead. Amen. Amen. And as I said, since the Spirit leads, he must be in front of us, not us getting in front of God, not us planning out beyond what he has said to us. 
Uh, he will lead a particular direction, but it's up to us to follow yes. that direction. Yes. Amen. Yes. You can, as I said, you can follow his lead or not. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. God doesn't make that choice for you. Right. Yes. Just let me, let me state this. If you follow his lead, you'll always arrive at blessing. <laughs> he doesn't force anyone to move into blessing, but he offers it. Amen. So again, Romans 8, 14 says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, not pushed, not driven, but they're led by the spirit of God. The Spirit of God is qualified to lead. We're not. That's right. The Spirit of God has the ability to lead. We don't. That's right. The Spirit of God is equipped to lead. We're not. We're equipped to follow. Yes. He's anointed to be in the lead. We're anointed to follow the lead. Amen. Hallelujah. We are not anointed to lead the Spirit. Get that one. Yeah, We're yes. not anointed to lead the Holy Spirit. We're anointed to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. It's dangerous to get past Him. It's dangerous to get out in front of Him, to bypass the Holy Spirit and try to take the lead position for our own lives. See, we, we walk by the Spirit. What's that mean? We're letting our spirit take the lead, and that is following the Holy Spirit yes. within us. We're letting our spirit dominate us. We're not, yeah. we're not letting our plan form something and we put that out there and say, God, just because it's a good idea doesn't mean God, God authored it. Because there are good ideas that sound like, boy, this sounds great. But you have to, you have to check in here. How does it land in your spirit? Amen. The spirit of God is a safe, qualified lead because he knows the mind of God. We don't know the mind of God, not to the fullness that he does, that the spirit knows. He knows God's will for our life and he will lead us in line with God's will. To disregard the spirit's lead is to follow our own lead and it will turn out badly. It will turn out badly. Our safety, our blessing and our victory are in following the lead of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's anointed. He knows the lead and we're anointed to follow him. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. Uh, It's important that believers know the word, but they also know how to follow the Holy Spirit because he will lead us in the the details of everyday life. Not only that, he's the one that unfolds the word to us. So we want you to go to DufresneMinistries.org and you can order your copy today. And you know what? You probably need to get it for somebody else too because we all need to know it. Amen. Uh, We don't want you to miss upcoming episodes, but until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Romans 8.14, God gives His children the promise that He will lead them by His Spirit, so we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. 
In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.